Welcome to Pardon the Intermission, a podcast that takes a look at movies, TV, and all things entertainment from the past, the present, and the future. Remember to subscribe and like the podcast and give a review. This helps out the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Now on to the show. Yes, hey everyone, welcome to Pardon the Intermission. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And we are glad you're here with us. Hey, check out our social media. We're on X at yep. PTI underscore podcast. And, and you can find us on Facebook at Pardon the Intermission. And uh, we're ready to go, aren't we? We're gearing to go, man. We yeah. have some really fun content that we're going to cover tonight about a highly anticipated sci-fi movie, which is only a couple of weeks away. And actually, to clarify, a much anticipated sci-fi sequel. And one you can't wait. I can't wait to see. To see. Yeah. And then we may even get to uh, some news about some Marvel updates, as well as uh, possibly uh, the Jurassic World series maybe extending. We don't know, Eric. We'll have to wait and see if we can get to that or not. <laughs> well, let's get to this first story yeah, uh, here uh, to start <clears throat> off with. Okay. You were totally geeked about this. Oh, What's yeah. going on with Dune Part 2? Doom Part 2. It's coming out, finally, <laughs> to do my best William Shatner impersonation. Uh, I wasn't trying. Was I getting... Let's get to Doom Part 2. Part 2. Know. It looks better if I can see my hand motions. Right, exactly. It's, it's, it's all... You have to see the whole package. And you have the hand work. motions down. You really Thank do. you. Thank all you, you yeah. need now is a ripped t-shirt, Let's get and then you'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> so, Dune. Uh, William Shatner's not in this. No, right? he's not. No, he's okay, not. We've confirmed he's not in this We one. have. He is not <laughs> okay. in this one. Okay, Dune Part 2, what's going on with it? Dune Part 2, coming out March 1st. Yes. This is the second part of uh, Denis Villeneuve's uh, anticipated sci-fi movie, Dune, which, of course, is based on the great sci-fi novel written by Frank Herbert. Mm. Now, back in the mid to late 80s, we had a terror trash dumpster fire of a film Don't called Dune. Don't say it so! Yes, yes. So. So the you last don't like Sting in that? I did not like Sting in that. You don't like the other guy that I forgot his name that was on Twin Peaks? Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin, no. yes. And he was on uh, Sex and the City too. Yes, he was. You don't you don't I you know what? No, I I, I, I have like to it. tell you for some reason I like that version. I'm sorry. That's hey, and that's fine. That's your cup of tea, that's fine. You know did you read the books? I read the book. The see, book that's is probably why the book is fantastic. That's probably why. I didn't yes. read the books. See, so I, I got lucky. I didn't read the books okay. and then I just went to the movie. So well, I had nothing it. to base it off. That explains it. Do you think let me ask you this? Do you think that the uh, that version uh, in what what when did it came out eighty two I think it came out no actually later than that <clears throat> I think it came out in eighty six or eighty seven Oh okay <clears throat> Do you think that version held up to the book pretty well No it, okay. it, In fact the the movies that Denny Villeneuve directed here that we're going to talk about here momentarily with part two more closely align with uh, how the book was written by Frank Herbert mm. which was basically a story about. Uh, two warring factions going to war over um, a very rare, um, a very rare is it a mineral. A, a mineral. It's, mineral? It's, it's spice. The spice. Spice. Yeah, the a spice. natural resource is the words I was looking for. Yeah. And so, but more than that, more importantly than that, the book really digs deep into how caste systems work, how families yeah. work, about how. Matriarch politics. politics, matriarchal societies deal with you know war and and conquest and everything else like that. And the the first one that Denny uh, Villeneuve came out with a few years ago, uh, he broke it up, broke the movie up into two parts. First part came out in uh, right around shortly after the COVID nineteen pandemic hit. And then it went to stream. Yeah. We've seen it there. And then the second part now is due to come out March first. And Eric, I'm geeked about this because I've read a whole bunch of uh, early previews and uh, ratings. And right now, from what I'm hearing, this is being called Denny Villeneuve's Empire Strikes Back, 
by no. a lot, yes, by a lot of <clears throat> directors no. and a lot of producers who say that this movie is really going to be uh, the cream of the crop. And <clears throat> I'll just go on record as saying this. I love Denis Villeneuve as a director. Mm. Love his work. He did Blade Runner 2049. Uh, he's all, okay. He, yeah, he also did uh, Arrival with Jeremy Renner and Amy Adams, which mm. is a very, I mean, look, it's not great, but it's not bad either. Yeah. And so his body of work has been, I think, very impressive. And uh, I, I was really impressed with the first film because not only did it align more with the book that was written, but the effects are fantastic. The cinematography yeah. is fantastic. And the cast is fantastic, too. From uh, Timothy Chalamet to Dave Bautista to uh, Stellan, Zendaya, Zendaya uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, who played um, Josh Lord, Brolin. Lord of Trades. Josh Brolin played uh, Duncan. Some big muscle guy. Yeah, big muscle bodyguard guy. And by the way, Patrick Stewart was Duncan in, uh, or no, he was Ger Gertie, I should say. Oh, that's in right. In the original yeah, yeah. film. That's right. And the actor who played. Make it so. Yeah, make it so. The actor who was Gertie in this one, I just forgot. But at any rate, first film is is simply fantastic. And so, Eric, I am totally geeked about part two. I don't know. What are your thoughts about this? I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, too. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know if I could do the theater on this one. Oh, I, I could. I, I know that, you know, you really have to do the theater experience, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, you know, come on. You have to do the theater experience. I know. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to do the theater on this one. Um <laughs> But I, but but here I will say this yeah. though I did love the first one. Now the first one it was what three hour three I was some odd hour epic two hours right? and forty close to three minutes. yeah, yeah. And, it, and it went by to me it went by in a flash. I mean yeah. it was it kept me engaged. I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Yes, I, I it was great. Now I do have for some reason I do like the the other version of Dune, mm -hmm. um, but I this one also I I love yeah. this one. Like I said I've not read the book yeah uh, so I don't know I don't have that background but I I am looking forward to this I mean they did a great job with this I think a lot of it too has mm -hmm. to go with the way it was shot and yeah. the way it was filmed it doesn't I don't know if they used a lot or how much they they, they digitized or AI'd it or what do they call that the can or whatever they call that when they yeah. put them in that green screen universe mm -hmm. yeah but it looks like a lot of it was shot out you know out in in real life you know i don't yep. know how else to describe it but i right, mean it's right. just and i think that adds to it i think people are tired of seeing all the digital crap they want to see some actual physical sets again yeah, you know exactly. physical realms yeah and they did a great job of they capturing did. the worlds the acting was great um and we get the Javier Bardem. did you mention him he was also in it yeah javier Bardem. yeah yeah, yeah. he's yeah. um but uh, yeah you know i Yes, am I? Am I I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, it's, it's. I know it's going to be good. I've heard a lot of good things already about it. Yep. There's been some pre-screenings on it, and oh, I've heard yeah. people talk about it, and they say, yeah, it's really, really good. So I mean, I, yeah, I, you know, the, the, the thing that, that I, not necessarily has anything to do with Dune, but I think what happens, I think Hollywood is, is thinking that this is going to jumpstart. We've talked about it many times, not to get too off topic, yeah, but they think it's going to jumpstart the movie theater experience again. And yeah. and I think if Hollywood take note and say, listen, if you put a good product in there, the yeah. people will go see it. Yeah. But if you put junk in there, yeah. they're not they're not going to show up. And just yeah. because you have one good movie doesn't mean that now everything everybody's going to show up to watch all the other movies, if right. even if they're crap. So. Exactly. And also, just to reinforce that, this movie is not going to be streaming and be on the theaters simultaneously. This is only going to hit theaters yeah. when it initially comes out. And Eric, I you know um, I know you're not as excited to see it in the theater. 
theater as I am, but I think this is a movie that's perfect for theatrical viewing because of its grandiose mm. scale and the cinematography. And um, and a cl- plus, I want to see the sandworms too. I want to see what they're like. Ooh. So, you know, I might have to. Are you going to watch it in IMAX or are you just going to watch it in regular? I'm just going to watch it regular. I might have to go yeah. with you on this and watch it. Um, I, I, so, I do yeah. agree. I do yeah. agree. I've never seen any Dune movie mm-hmm. on the main screen. Mm-hmm. I, I will admit that. Um, I'll have to rewatch the first one uh, just to get back into it. You know what I mean? To get up because it's been a while. It's been what 2021? Uh, I think is when they came out. Uh, when was it streaming? Twenty twenty one or twenty two? I want to say it was actually early two thousand twenty one because it, yeah. they they had to stall the move certain parts of the movie and shooting because of COVID nineteen when it first broke. Then they were finally able to get it done, but by the time they released it in theaters. Most of the theaters were shut down. Yeah. And so when we were able to go back to the theater, we could only go back and very limited. Very limited engagement. And so it wasn't in theaters very long. It made it to streaming faster than it stayed in the theaters. Yeah. But if, if for any of you, if you have not seen part one, I highly recommend it, especially if you are a huge science fiction fan like I am, uh, I think you will thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm excited about this. I really am. Um I'm not uh it makes me want to read the books. How long are the book? Is it a book or books? Uh, Dune is a book. Dune started out as its own book. It's not very long. It's probably about maybe, I want to say 400 some odd pages. We're not talking, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Game of Thrones here, are we? We're not talking George R.R. Martin. George R.R. Martin. But what's unique about Dune is that it definitely, it it spawned a whole series of sequels. Okay. And his son, Brian Herbert, kept the the Dune storyline alive with his own subsequent novels as well. So, the initial book itself stands alone as a sci-fi classic, and it is. But like I said, it spawned a number, myriad other uh, sci-fi books. Like there was a series called Dune, House of Atreides, uh, another series called Dune, um, Iraqi, or Iraqis or something like that. The two main families in the main story of the film mm. are House Atreides and yeah. House Iraqi, and they are the two warring factions fighting over the spice here. So yeah, there have been a number of other subsequent sequel books that have been written in along in that timeline involving certain characters as well. Okay. So, but the initial book itself is not very long. Um, All once, right. And once you get into it, uh, it's a lot of reading because there's a lot of content in there. But I will say this, it's it's good content that does keep you engaged. Yeah. Did you hear about Josh Brolin making some kind of a poem to uh, mm-hmm. what's-his-face's cheekbones here from the movie? Austin Butler? Yeah, the kid, the the main kid. What's his, is that his name? Austin oh, Butler? Timothy Chalamet. Oh, Timothy Chalamet, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had, I guess he had some kind of... Uh, I didn't hear it's about that. It's very weird, yeah. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, maybe we'll have to read it on a future show. I'll pull. I, we'll do that, yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll have that. to do our maybe we'll have to do our out-of-the-theater review uh, from Dune and yeah, then read, read uh, his poem. Very, wait, very, yeah. very, very odd. I don't know what's going on with Josh I kind of felt this was going in the wrong direction, so let's hold <laughs> off on that for now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so yeah, yeah so I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, here's something I'm, I'm not looking forward to seeing, though. We're talking about crap movies. Yeah. Uh, what's going on with this recent release here, Madam Web? Uh, we're looking at the Rotten Tomato website. What what the heck's going on here, Jason? Hit the button, please. Which one? Let's see. Is it this one? You bet. No, no not that one. The other one. That one. There we go. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. I'll get my buttons down at some point. Yeah. I'll, get, I'll get my button. So, Madam Web just opened up in theaters not too long ago. Actually, last uh, weekend. Yeah. And this is a movie about uh, not really a female Spider-Man character, but about um, a character that takes place in the Spider-Man universe. And Eric, it is getting trounced over like a bad birthday bash cake. It has a yeah. 13% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. 
The audience score is just as bad. It's only 54%. Mm-hmm. The movie itself... Um, now, this movie's runtime is an hour and 50. What are they doing? This movie should be tops an hour and a half. Uh, and, and it's not yeah. because... And I haven't even seen the movie, but I mean, it's yeah. just that these kind of movies, mm-hmm. you can't drag them out. People... No. We talked about this on the show before. You yeah. can't have these movies. You know, it's one thing to have an epic like Dune. That's yeah. kind of a given. Yes, you know, you could, you could push... You can push the limits on time. These yeah. other... The rest of the movies hour and a half get me out of the theater yeah. you know give me a great movie tighten it up but yeah. get me out but anyway yeah uh so anyway, i'm sorry to interrupt you but you were saying right. go ahead dakota johnson plays the lead actress in this one plays madam webb and for those of you who don't know the background of the character she's from the the spider-man comics spider-man timeline and madam webb is a character that can basically um look into the multiverse she can you can see in the future, right? Yeah, see into the future a little bit, but she now can she's... also jump back and forth uh, from different universes in the multiverse. So she kind of sees. Does she kind of see what can happen? And then this is what I'm hearing. Yeah. She kind of sees what can happen, and then mm-hmm. she works to mm-hmm. to either change it if it's a negative. You know, if it's a negative outcome, she doesn't right. want that to happen. Right. Exactly. Or she moves things that it will happen in that direction. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So it's essentially. Mm-hmm. Now the other thing too is that she ends up blind and paralyzed too. Right. She's a blind, paralyzed character. At least this is. The what I hear from. If I remember correctly, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not as extensive in my knowledge on the character. Oh, okay. as Okay, because I was going to say, is, ones, is that but... is that part of because maybe she did she get her powers and the uh, the mm-hmm. flip side of getting power sometimes you know you gain but you also lose certain things and was that part yeah. of it? Um, or? I don't remember because again my my knowledge of her character is not as extensive as some of the other Marvel characters. I think for a good reason because I just didn't gravitate to that type of that type oh, okay. of storyline there. But uh, I I knew actually from day one when I saw the first teaser for this I said to myself this movie's gonna bomb. I mean, really? It, it, yeah, because I was not impressed with the teaser, and I, it's just like it's kind of like with the Venom movies. It's just mm. like really I think we've just we are finally just tired. We're just worn out. And we're just uh, we just want to see other different movies and uh, the superhero stuff. It was great. It was fun while it lasted. But I but I mean, when you're dealing with characters here that a lot of people don't really know a whole bunch about, it's it's just not going to sell to the audience on mass. It's not going to well, sell to that audience at large that may not want to come out and see it. I'll disagree with you on the sense of even if the the, the fans don't know the character, and we've had this discussion a lot, and, and especially with uh, going on with the Star Wars universe here, yeah, yeah, and and the characters that they have in there. When you don't know these characters. It, that's not the bad thing. I think people would buy into the characters, but it has to be a good story. And I think yeah. that's that's the problem that's always lacking with with uh, these studios now is they're not putting out a good story. I've heard some yeah. spoilers as far as the story goes with Madam Web, and it sounds pretty crappy. I mean, it just sounds like they just mailed it in. Like right. I don't know. It, it sounds. I don't know who's writing, who they have writing, but it just seems like the heart has been pulled out of Hollywood as far as the writers are concerned. Yeah, because it's not there. They're just kind of like bleh, giving us these you know kind of regurgitating these uh, stories yeah. that have no heart you know yeah, there's just nothing ju- to them they're just kind of plodding along and yeah and it's pl- like oh it's kind of like it's kind of like they say yeah. you know they just go oh you know what we should have this character do this and then they should do this and then yeah, right. they should do that but there's no there's no connection between the and then and then and then it's just right. we should do this and this and this and they think it's going to be all great and they put it on screen it's crap well and i think the the main the main impetus here for coming out with this movie is that you know when you delve into the spider-verse you've already had animated movies like spider-man um 
uh, into the um, you know Spider-Man multiverse or whatever it was called. Yeah, into the, the multiverse. Yeah, come action. out. You've also had the Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland delve into the multiverse as well. So this movie is supposed to kind of link all of those Spider-Man storylines, mm. the multiverse storylines together. And so I can, from that standpoint, I can see their motivation for creating this movie. But at the same time, it's really hard to make a plausible story with this film when you're dealing with so many complex storylines and so many complex plots, Eric. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken poop here, and I just don't know how you can do that. <laughs> well, we've talked about it before. I think the multiverse has really screwed things up, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's an interesting concept when you pepper it in once in a while, but now it's like every story, everything has to have, even stories that aren't superhero now are still are some kind of multiverse somehow connected uh, stories, which I, I don't know why they're they seem so uh, they're gravitated towards that idea yeah. for a story, but yeah, um, yeah, it, it has kind of it's kind of uh, watered it down. I think watered down the intensity, and we've talked about that's another thing we've constantly talked about on this show is that you know yeah. you have to have. Um, you have to have real consequences. It's yeah. kind of like the same with, you know, you want to, uh, uh, when you talk about like, we we're talking about Empire Strikes Back with that Dune was getting uh, uh, compared to, you know, that had real consequences. You know, you didn't know, like, you know, even though you know Luke is a main character, yeah. all of a sudden what happens? Oh my gosh, you know, he's fighting Darth Vader and he gets his hand chopped off. Now yeah. he's falling out of the sky city. Yeah. What the heck is going on? Han Solo's in carbon. It's like, what is going on? You know? After he finds out that the bad guy is his father, no less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, the, but, you, but you, you, you see these consequences on screen and then yeah. they have to fight back and that's kind of the hero's journey, you know, as they go through yeah. part of it and now they're fighting back yeah um you know they have to go through that uh go through that transformation but when you have this multiverse stuff it just doesn't seem to work loki the biggest uh the, to me was was kind of uh the more and more i think about it it to me it just fell flat completely flat i mean there was just you know this whole tva multiverse king flying around and all these it's just it's too much yeah you know there's no real consequences you don't believe anything you see because you think okay this has happened in this world but now you know okay you can go do another you know it, they're gonna bring it out in another world and that really didn't happen or yeah. they were able to change it you know this person really didn't die yeah yeah so anyway going to what you're saying yeah i think everybody's burned out on this stuff mm -hmm. um if it was a great story i still i still say i'm not even knowing anything about this character if it was a great story yeah it unfortunately it, to me from what i've heard um from people some of the reviewers that have seen it it doesn't sound like the story is uh is great no, at all not even worth a bucket of popcorn and folks. it's too bad because it sounds like it had a pretty good cast you had uh uh you said uh, dakota dakota um, johnson played Madame johnson Web. you had uh what's her face i can't remember the other uh she was just in that movie with that guy what was that uh, not you again or something or you again what's the name of that uh, movie well, let's pull up a cast list here and see. Oh, my gosh. You're going to make me do that? All I right. am. I'm going to make you actually physically work those fingers, man. Oh, man. Let's see. Okay. Use that on. mouse. Use that mouse. All right. Uh, how do you spell it? Madam? I don't know. M-A-D-A-M-E. Am I close? Did I get close? There you go. You got it. Right on the spot. Okay. Madam Webb okay. cast. Okay. Who do we have? There we go. Uh, Sydney Sweeney. Oh, Sydney Sweeney. Who I was thinking. Sweeney okay. Sweeney. You have Dakota Johnson. 
Yeah, I mean, you had, you know, look at that. Adam Scott's in it. Okay. Uh, Zoya Mamet, you know who that is? David Mamet's daughter. David Mamet's daughter. So Adam Scott plays Ben Parker. What? Yeah. Miscast. Okay. Yeah, you know that. That's that. Uh, that is interesting. No spoilers, maybe, but yeah, I did yeah. hear that. Uh, yeah, there's a Parker and there's Mary Parker and there's Ben Parker uh-huh. in it. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, yeah, uh, it's too bad. This is, is this is why people don't go to the theater, you know. But then they'll have a movie like Dune, and everything seems like it's going to be yeah. great. And the theaters get all excited because, oh my gosh, yep. people are going back to the theater. No, they're going back to see to the theater to see a great movie. Yeah, and then they're not going to go show up. Folks, this will be available to stream tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> the movie, yeah, yeah. So yeah wait, we'll wait for wait one. for the stream anyway. <laughs> right, so. exactly. I mean, that thirteen percent should tell you. I mean, I don't really often yeah, right. go with with Rotten Tomatoes. You know, sometimes oh, I, I don't either. Yeah, but but still, thirteen is pretty bad. Thirteen I mean, is pretty bad. I mean, that's worse than my. That's a worse score than my all time score on Pole Position, the old video game. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> hey. um... Let's move on here. We're we're almost at the end of it here, yeah. and uh, I know this is going to take us a little while to talk about what is going on with. Uh, tell us, Jason, the wow. Marvels Fantastic Four cast. What do you think? Let's hear it. Give it to us now. Ah. And, and, and just for the record, Jason uh, was a button pusher on that. He knows what he's doing. I, I know what I'm doing. He's a radio yeah. man. I'm just, I'm a hack over here. I don't know where my buttons are. I'm just pushing all my buttons. Yeah, Eric. So we found out this week, according to Variety <laughs> Magazine, that the Fantastic Four film, uh, the newest version of the Fantastic Four film, has its cast. Yes. For better or worse, their cast is going to be Pedro Pascal in the role of Reed Richards slash Mr. Fantastic. Thank you. Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, Yay. a.k.a. the Invisible Woman. Okay, I can cheer that. Sue. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby is pretty. Ooh. And then you have Joseph Quinn, who was in um, Stranger Things yeah. as the, um, Hellfire the Hellfire guy. Can't remember his name. And Yeah, I can't either. And then you have Eben Moss Backrock, who is going to be playing the role of Ben Grimm. Slash Where is he? He looks Rick familiar. Lane. Why does he look familiar? I want to say he looks like that guy on that old show, Boy Meets World. He Wasn't he that teacher in that show, the Boy Meets in Boy Meets World? I don't know about that, but I know okay. this guy. Wait, this guy looks familiar. Why does he look so familiar? I know I'm going to be like, oh, that's what he's in. Okay. I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts he was in Boy Meets World. If I'm wrong, let's I'm wrong. see. Uh, oh, he was No Hard Feelings. No Hard he was in No Hard Feelings. He's okay. in The Bear. He's in The Punisher. Are these Punisher. movies that he's in? I guess he was he, in the menu. I saw the, the menu. menu. Okay. okay, I saw the menu. That's a disgustingly perverted film. He was in Andor. Hmm. I don't he remember was in Andor. him in Andor. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Let's see. We could we could show more. Which one did you say you were looking for? Uh, I thought he was in this one TV show a Boy long Meets time World? ago called Boy Meets World. These are, I think, all movies. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. He, he seems like he always plays. I don't know. He always plays kind of the uh, yeah. secondary. Yeah, uh, supporting role, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. So yeah, he's cast as Ben Grimm slash the Thing, and uh, yeah. Uh, suffice to say, this has not gone over real well with uh, Marvel fans, <clears throat> nor has it gone over real well with Fantastic Four fans, such as myself. Fantastic hmm. Four was one of my favorite comics as a kid, and um, when I saw the first uh, two films come out. Uh, way back when, um, not very good. The first ones had Yoan Grufford, a cast as Mr. Fantastic, Jessica Alba, Sue Storm. And for those of you who don't remember, Chris Evans was cast as Johnny Storm. Yeah. And then yeah. Michael Chiklis was the thing. 
They tried to come out. Those didn't do well. They tried to come out with another one. They messed up the other one worse than they messed up the original ones. The other one had Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm, uh, Kate Moss, or not Kate Moss, but Kate um, Kate Mara as uh, Sue Storm, and then they had uh, Miles Teller as – you get the idea. Yeah. Now they've come out with this one, and Eric, i got to tell you, I just <sighs> – yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Okay, what, what, what are they doing? What well, are they doing? Yeah, well, this is this is another. Is this a Disney, right? Who's doing this? Uh, this is going to be no. This is Marvel Studios. They're doing this. Marvel is Marvel Studios Disney. Mar- wait, Mar- which one? Marvel's Marvel one is mm-hmm. is not Disney, and the other Marvel is Disney, right? So, is it Marvel Studios? It's Disney, right? Marvel Studios is part of Marvel, <laughs> even though Disney yeah, owns. Yeah, as part of the casting announcement, Disney. Okay. Has swapped release dates. Yeah, so it is Disney. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, one of the Marvels. So there's two different Marvel Studios. One of them is Disney and one of them isn't. Right. Okay, so this one is Disney. Um, okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Pedro Pascal. No, there's no way. Uh, he's not Reed Richards to me. I mean, I don't know a lot about the Fantastic Four, but, you know, the thing is, is that this kind of goes back to what, what, they, what Disney does, is they just cast their favorites. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're casting the best for the role in, yeah. in that in that thing. I mean Pedro yeah. to me, you know, I, I don't Pedro's I don't, a very good actor. He's 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 an okay actor. Mm-hmm. I I don't think he's great. I liked him in Game of Thrones. You know, he the was, Mandalorian he he was, really he was good in Narcos on Netflix. See I didn't watch that. I you should I, Narcos I, was good. Okay. Uh, as far as uh, Mandalorian, I mean the guy had the mask on. Didn't matter. They yeah. could throw I mean he they did. They threw anybody in there and yeah. they just had him do the voice. Um, so I, you know, Pedro Pascal, I mean, he's okay, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, Vanessa Kirby, I definitely agree with, I think she could pull it off, right? Yeah. Vanessa Kirby, she was recently in, um, uh, she was in Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible mm-hmm. uh, seven, whatever that Mission was. Mission Impossible Fallout. If, as, oh, she, no, she wasn't, she's been Fallout. She was in the latest one too, that we watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was, what, what uh, was that? The, uh, Eyes Wide Shut one. What's that one? The All Seeing Eye. That's all I remember. What's that called? Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can I, tell we're having we're old getting guy old. syndrome. We're having old guy syndrome. We're here. getting old. Anyway, Jesus. she's she's gonna do a great job. I yeah. loved her. I loved her character in those Mission Impossible and the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah. Oh, Dead Reckoning. I'm sorry. Dead Reckoning. Dead part Reckoning. One. Thank you. Yeah. You're yeah. Welcome. Part one. Okay, my bad. Yeah. And I think Joseph Quinn. I mean, he's listen. I don't know about Johnny Storm. Now he's. I think he's a good actor. I think he did a great job in Stranger Things. I love his character, but I just don't know about. You know, so the physical character of Johnny Storm in the comic books is a white, typical white guy, blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, he's like the blonde hair, blue eyed, all American, you know, quarterback yeah, type. Who's, who's a little cocky, little the Chris arrogant. Evans guy. Yeah, Chris Evans guy. Yeah, I mean, you more see him, you see Chris, Chris Evans. Evans yeah. yeah. So I mean, okay, I, I guess uh, as far as um, Eben Moss Backrock, I mean, well, it's a thing. Anybody could be the thing. Who was it? What was it? it was the uh, the commish was him? Well, who was it? Michael Chiklis. Michael was Chiklis. In the first yeah. two films, and then, like I said, um, the actor who played the thing in the remake or the most recent Fantastic Four was um, uh, some young kid. I forgot his name, but at any rate, uh, to make and Eric to add insult to injury, from what I read on some of the previews here, or so the synopsis is that the mm. movie might even take place in the 1960s. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did hear that. Yeah. So I'm like, wait. As wait, a matter of what? fact, they put out a tweet. I think it was for Valentine's Day, and it yeah. looked very uh, comic 60s uh-huh. ish. Uh huh. Uh yeah. So that kind of yeah. maybe they're trying to lay some hints there. So that might be yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, right now. Oh, there it is, right there. 
we're looking at it right now. Oh, it's Happy Valentine's Day. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day from the Marvel's first family. And then it has all the actors. And then, yeah, they're talking about in July. Uh, they're saying it's going to release July 25th, 2025. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it. I think, you know, I'll be honest with you. The way that Disney's been doing products lately, it's like I, mm. I'll just wait till they stream. It'll be interesting to see who they cast as Doctor Doom. Mm. You got to have Doctor Doom. He was the main villain. One of the great comic book villains of all time. Who do they cast? Please tell me they're not going to cast uh, Christopher Mintz Plus as Doctor Doom. If they do that, Eric, I'm checking out, man. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, they better get Doctor Doom right at least. Now, I'm going to say that, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, being an actor is obviously transforming yourself. And there's been a lot of actors that can do that. And maybe this cast, I mean, that's yes. Kirby. I mean, I think she fits the role very well already yeah. but the others may be able to transform but if it's like pedro pascal like typical pedro acting i i i'm not gonna be you know i'm not gonna be happy about it but yeah um who knows maybe they can they can switch it around yeah, maybe. and they and they can really put out uh you know they can really fit the character as well and i don't have to have the exact same characters i mean i don't mind them kind of tweaking characters a little bit you know, but I think it has yeah. the essence of the character has to be there. It doesn't have to be exactly yeah. the look, but there has to be the essence. Most um, definitely. Well, and especially with characters like these who are such popular comic book characters and the diehard Fantastic Four fans who make me look like a novice, um, they are really going to be uh, sifting through the minutia of the story and the characters. And I'll tell you what, Eric, if something does not sync right with the fans i mean they are just going to tune out on this one pretty much like what we did with the ones that the first two films that came out and then the subsequent one that was just a complete train wreck that fox mm. made so um yeah it's this the, uh, look the, the fan bases are about these stories are very rabid and they yeah. have particular ways that they think the character should look and the way they should be portrayed so i mean if marvel's going to get a lot of negative uh flack from this Gotta say, they deserve it. They deserve it. Yeah, mm -hmm. Marvel, Disney. Um, yeah, I will say. Uh, I lost my train of thought. What I was going to say, actually, <laughs> another old guy moment. Another old guy moment. We're both we're both going through it together. So that's yeah, right. and like I said, going back, I'll probably you know as it seems right. Oh, that's right, uh, Jessica Alba. Oh, I know. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask yeah. you. So so would you have rather seen in uh, Reed Richards that role? Would you rather seen uh, John? Uh, What's his name? Kurnansky? John Krasinski. Yes. Krasinski. Yes. Did, did, you, did you get excited when he was in Doctor Strange? When he was in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and I saw him as Reed Richards, yes. I said, "That is Reed Richards." I know. I same thing, man. Right I, was along. Like, I was like, "Oh, I thought this was." I thought yes. they were giving us a little bit of a right. uh, a you teaser know, there. A teaser. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought they were dropping a hint. I they thought, "Oh man, it's gonna be cool." Right. And that's exactly. I was how excited I about yes, it. Yeah. That's exactly how I reacted. And that John Krasinski to me is the perfect physical choice to play Reed Richards, and he could pull off the character as well. And I he think, did a, he did a great job, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm mean, just pulling off the essence uh, yes. from what I know. Like I said, I'm not I'm not I'm not yeah. a big Fantastic Four guy, so I, I don't couldn't tell you for sure. But I mean, from yeah. what I know or what I would believe Reed, Reed Richards to be, um, he's the one. He did a yes. great job in that uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'm really shocked they didn't. I don't know why they didn't pull him in. You know, I was sifting through stories online to figure out why they didn't include him uh, after having made that cameo in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, maybe this is their idea of doing a retcon of Fantastic Four, I guess. I don't know. And maybe they have a bigger plan. Uh, who knows, Eric? But I hear you. I With this casting, I mean, it just... Um, you know, it didn't come together on the fly. It's, it's taken them a long time to plan this movie, so... 
I don't know. Maybe these guys can pull it off, especially Pedro and and Joseph. And Joseph's well, character, by the way, on Stranger Things was Eddie Munson from the oh, Hellfire Club. Oh, Eddie Munson. That's right. Eddie oh, Munson, good, yeah. good callback. Yeah. See the see now the synopsis are firing. We we're go. getting there going we go. here. There we're we getting go. going. So, well, yeah. all right, guys. Hey, that's all the time we have for you yep. this week. Uh, if you can, check out our social media. We're on X at PTI underscore podcast and Facebook. At, Pardon, Pardon the intermission. There you go. And also, if you can, leave a review for us. It helps out the show. We definitely appreciate it. And we will catch you guys on, on the, the next one. Oh, on the flip whoops, side. side. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I was trying you. to read, your, read your, your mind there as we were, you know. I oh, can well. tell. Let's just go now. All right. See ya. Bye, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Now, I want you to go check out one of the other best podcasts around. It's called the No Focus Radio Hour. It has comedy and insight from the greatest minds in the know. And how do I know? Well, because I'm part of that great show also. So please go check it out. It's available on all your podcasting apps. The No Focus Focus Radio Hour.